and we have started another Monday, another mm. fun day with 180 degrees on 729 AM, running from 7 PM to 8 PM. I'm Zoe George, and I'm joined with my wonderful, fantastic co-host, Inga Soffels, and Amarine Weiss. Oh my! I felt, I felt so nervous to say my name because <laughs> now it's almost like I'm saying I'm wonderful, but you saying I'm wonderful. It's so nice to get compliments from the Zoe George. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I never lie about these things. I'm so truthful. You guys, we have such a fun-filled show for you. We have a great What's Down in Cape Town. We have a groovy movie, a Bible quiz, an mm. interview that you really do not want to miss. It's something I'm quite excited for, and I think you guys are going to really love this one. If you enjoy the show or you want to send it to someone who could not listen in live time, you can send them the podcast, which will be uploaded about on Wednesday in two days in that time and that will be on our website www.capepulpit.co.za and we have a new app you guys mm-hmm. you can download it from literally any app store either the iOS one or the Play Store it's just the Radio Cape Pulpit app I believe and it's really easy to use I think it's just like one button and you can play the show live mm. so guys we are making it very easy for you guys to tune in to share and we are excited you know to receive your WhatsApps to receive your SMSs like we say each and every week on Radio Cape Pulpit 7 to 9am we want to connect with you here on 180 degrees Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. All right, guys. Now it is time for the what's down in Cape Town. First off, there is a Russian tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. I think most people have heard of Japanese tea ceremonies, but have you guys heard of Russian ones? Never. No, I wasn't even aware that they drank tea. Yeah. <laughs> So, drinking tea is an important part of their culture. It links to friendship and hospitality. This ceremony features a samovar. I excuse if I say this incorrectly, but that means a traditional Russian tea urn, black tea brew, and Russian sweet and savory foods. When you book, you can notify them if you're gluten-free, ve- vegetarian, or vegan, and they have menus available for you guys. Oh, wow. that's amazing. <laughs> so it's really nice to know that they have that available. So this takes place at Hazendal Wine Estate, Botlerai Road, Stellenbosch. The bookings range from Tuesdays to Sundays, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's a bit pricey at 395 rand per person, but there is a mi- midweek special for 335 rand per special. Phone them at 021-903-5034 Or check out their website at www.hazendal.co.za. I've actually been there. Hmm. And it is beautiful. Absolutely stunning, eh? I, I haven't been to the tea. I saw that. I didn't know it was there. Because I think there's like three different restaurants on that premises. Oh, wow. I've not been to Hazendal myself. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Man, I can't wait to go. And, you know, it is pricey at $3.90, but that's significantly cheaper than a flight to Russia. So <laughs> it's, it's a cultural experience. It's not like yeah. the Russian tea ceremony is going to be mm. your new like Tuesday thing. <laughs> mm. It's it's a good experience to have. So the next thing is the French Hook Uncorked Festival. This runs from the 16th to the 17th of October, so a weekend. There are 12 participating wineries, all bringing a variety of wines to the table. There'll be live music, food, and other special events. You can buy a weekend pass, which grants you access to the participating farms, as well as a comp- complimentary tasting glass mm. and a minimum of two free wine, wine tastings per farm. The times are from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., 
Phone them to book tickets at 021-876-2861 or visit their site at www.franchhookoncorked.co.za. Please remember to drink responsibly. That sounds like a really fun event. It'll be a nice weekend as well. I think the weather's going to be phenomenal for it. Wow. I might have to, I might have to make a visit there. <laughs> 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. And now we're heading right into the interview. I'm quite excited about this one. We will be talking to Hilda Masiza of Ikaya, an Educare branch in the Eastern Cape. And she's going to be telling us more about the branch and what it is like to run an NGO. So I would just like to say good evening, Mrs. Masiza. How are you doing today? Oh, good evening, ma'am. I'm um, well. Thank you very much. And how are you? Oh, I am. I'm well, actually. It's been a great night, actually. I would just like to firstly start by asking you, um, what is the meaning behind the name Ikaya? The meaning of the word Ikaya, it means home. Home. It's a home. Yes. Okay. And can you give us more of a background as to what Ikaya is and what Educare is and how it came to be? Ikaya is an educational center that is a, a, a daycare center, but but when I call it Ikaya, it means it will be more like a children's home. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As we do that, some parents are, are young, are young parents, mm. so they're still at school. So we do take the, the, their children, look after them, even at night, so that they can be able to, to look after their books, so that after they, this, they, they, their studies, they can come and fetch their children. So that's why it, it, the name is Ikaya. Mm. Yes. Um, Hilda, can Sometimes, you No, you can continue. Some of them are working in the garage, so they used to take night shift in the garage. So we used to take those children whose parents are working night shift, sleep over with us. Then when they come, they fetch their children. That's how it goes. Okay, okay. And Hilda, can you tell us a little bit about your vision, mission, and goals of this NGO? Yes, I mean the the vision was to was to protect mm. the children against. Uh, I mean, in our areas, the a high rate of uh, drug abuse and uh, alcohol abuse, uh, neglecting also. So we 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 are uh, currently protecting them for from those kinds of abuses mm. as we take the children to us looking after them sometimes some parents fetch them some parents doesn't because they are they are addicted to to drugs so mm. yes that was our mission to look after the children and to protect and to give and to give better I mean, health or what can I say? Or what can I say? I mean, yes, yes, health or better food or whatever it is. Yes. As yes. long as it's a protective, yeah, as long as it's protective of 
of the children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would like to ask, is owning your business what you expected it to be? And what are some of the highs or some of the lows that came with owning a business? Come again, please. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll break the question into two parts. So is what building uh, is owning your business what you expected it to be? Yes. In what ways? Yes. I mean, the business, the business is, I mean, we start at uh, half past six in the morning and finish at half past five afternoon. Yes. So it's quite a long day that you guys have. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, it's a long day. Hmm. This is a very... Yes, because we also, yeah, we also take the aftercare as well. Those who, from school, and the parents come late, then they come late fresh from us. So we also take the, 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 the aftercare because the transport drop them to us, then the parents come later to fetch them for, from us. Um, I'd like to ask as well, what are, this, what are some of the things that you really enjoy about having your own business? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We enjoy it. We enjoy it more than enjoy it. So, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know how to say, but we enjoy it. We like it. Mm. We like it. <laughs> I can say it's our talent. Uh, I don't know whether yes. <laughs> am I talking straight uh, the way it is. And Hilda, sorry, what are some of your favorite things about what you do? Like, you've mentioned a lot of things that you guys do for the kids, and I, I can imagine that it must just warm your heart seeing smiles on their faces when they get that plate of food. But what is your most memorable moment within the business? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, uh, our m- most... Uh, the most challenges is sometimes we don't have enough food. Mm. But with yes, is there any? So this is like a challenge that you've often faced. Yes. Like sometimes yes. there isn't yes. enough food, or yes. there aren't enough resources. Yes. Hmm. Are there any other yes. challenges that you guys often find that with, you have to face? Yes. We don't have enough food. We don't have enough toys. And the most challenge is the space. Oh. We don't have enough space. If, if, if we can just get enough space, then we can do it like, I mean. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. 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 Would you say that in any way COVID-19, the pandemic, Ooh. the lockdowns have affected Ooh. the business, perhaps brought any Ooh. new challenges? Oh, it was so challenging, especially the time I was starting, I mean, last year, because mm-hmm. we, we were just closing, closed down. Mm. Then after we opened again, um, the business was not the same as usual. Mm. What as, was... as we had 60, 63 to 65 children before the COVID, but now after the COVID, we, we, we have few children, like 36, 39 children. Then, I mean, it was so challenging because 
even the, 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 our bank was locked because there was no money in. Mm. And it was long. The, the bank can't keep you if he doesn't deposit anything for a long time because the COVID took long. Mm. It took us long. I understand. Is there any way that anyone listening who wants to like help out at Ikaya can do so? Maybe in terms of going there and volunteering, playing with the children, cooking food. Is there anything anyone listening could do in that respect? Yes, please. If there's anyone, it can help. It can help that uh, anyone can come. Uh, uh, cooking for us or or helping with the clothing because some of them you can see that they they, they need they need some help mm-hmm. even us sometimes we also need some help I mean yes especially especially in terms of finance it's, yes I mean mm-hmm. yeah it's challenging. Um, challenging because even you can you can see even sometimes we need sometimes the windows are broken because sometimes when it's windy sometimes the windows are broken there's the 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 the, the doors need to be fixed but if there's if there can be anyone so that could be great for us to help I'd like to ask which age groups you guys specifically work for so that, you know, if anyone wants to donate um, any toys or any clothing, they have a better idea of what kind of things you need. We, the, 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 our ages are zero to five years. That is, yeah, zero to five years. But I also have one girl which, who is eight years were abandoned by the mother. The mother is a drug addict. Then I have two boys here, two years and one year, also the victims of uh, that kind of uh, alcohol abuse. Mm. Would you ever be looking to look after kids also who are older, like look at more kids, not just necessarily five-year-olds and under? Yes. Yes. We, yes. All right. Not necessarily, not, not necessarily for zero to five. Yes. Mm. We, I have also eight years girl and two boys. That is two years and one year. And again, the, the, the children from my community, I mean, I can say suffering. I, let me just put it like that. They're suffering. They need help. They also, yeah, at school. But the, the mothers fetch them, bring them in the morning, fetch them in the afternoon. But you can see that they are, they need help. Yes. They need help. Mm. Thank you so much, Hilda Masitza. We are so happy that we've had this interview. Thank you for what you do for the kids, especially in South Africa. We do know that there are a lot of teen pregnancies and people who are just unable to look after their kids. And the fact that we have pillars in the community like you who do make, you know, places where you can look after these children. We are just appreciative of this. Society appreciates you. These kids, they are going to look back on this even now, currently, and they are going to see you as the mother that you really are. Thank you so much, Mrs. Masiza.
Please enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your time. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I really like how she has that. Like I said, when I was thanking her, that she does something for the community. I don't know about Mm -hmm. you guys, but I genuinely have seen a rise in, you know, pregnancies. Yes. And I know that not all of the people having these Mm. babies have the right resources to actually Mm. look after them and give them good lives. Mm. So the fact that we have people who, though they may be struggling, like she said, financially and with resources to look after these kids, they still have the heart to go and say, yes, I will try and help these kids and I will do something for them. And in doing this, she gets, she most likely gets help, maybe from Mm. the government, maybe from private individuals. And she had a dream and She's accomplishing it with Ikaya. And that's what we, that's, we need more of that. In, yes. You know, in society and in yeah. our communities, you know, that person that says, I see a gap over here mm-hmm. and I'm going to fill that gap. Or I see there's a need over here yes. and I'm going to do what I can. Despite how, like, you know, like she said, they're struggling, but they don't focus on the struggles. They focus on what they can do mm. for the kids. Mm. And I love that because, you know, in, in the Bible, in Proverbs, it says that we speak for those who cannot speak for themselves, Mm. who stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. And I definitely see her providing and her actually showing care and compassion towards those kids. Mm. And I just think that's amazing. Yeah. And it does really sound like she enjoys what she does. does. And I know coming from the Eastern Cape myself, how Mm. difficult it can be in some towns to get resources. Yeah. So to be able to still do this kind of work, do this intense work in Mm. such... Such difficult circumstances. Right? And in these times. Especially with a smile on your face. Yes. Yes. Like what she was saying about their bank, how they couldn't get money in COVID of all times. Mm, It was insane. These are one, these are those inspiring stories that whenever we do an interview like this, I feel ready for, I feel ready for life. (laughs) Yes. Me too. Let's head on into the Bible quiz section of the show. It's that time again. We are here with the Bible quiz. Time to get your thinking caps on and your phones out, your Bibles out, your phones out, your Googles out, everything out (laughs) and ready to WhatsApp us the answer. The question for tonight is, who were Adam and Eve's three sons listed in the Bible? Hmm. You know, they had a lot of kids. I was about to say, they don't only have three, but unfortunately, we only know three mm-hmm. of their names. I feel like the Bible would be twice as thick if they just named everyone. <laughs> no. So that is why the question is listed in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so you can SMS your answer to, oh, you can WhatsApp your answer to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. 1657. Or you can SMS us on our SMS line at 37988. That's 37988. The question is, who were Adam and Eve's three sons listed <laughs> in the Bible? Do you think that they have their other sons like listed in some apocryphal book or something? I actually don't know. We should go check that out. Yeah. Watch me Googling as well while we go to a that song That can break. be a fun Bible fact. Yeah. But then, like, I feel like whenever we ask things from the apocryphal books, it might be, like, unfair. Because a lot of people don't even know they exist. <laughs> I think only, like, the Catholics really yeah. have them part of their Bible as well because yeah. their Bible is longer. 
us reformed peeps have a bit of a shorter Bible. Yeah. Mm. But also, I think they only have like a few of those apocryphal mm. books, like the Maccabees. Like, there are some, there are some books like Bell and the Dragon. And I'm like, the dragon <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> Isn't there also like a unicorn? Like the, the, the gospel according to Judas or something? Or to Thomas? Judas. I think Judas. But I think that's in the Catholic Bible. But yeah, guys, if you know the answer. We are speculating right now. So if you know the answer, please WhatsApp us on 081 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. So the question was, who were Adam and Eve's three sons listed in the Bible? And the answer to that is Cain, Abel, and Peter. I'm kidding. (laughs) Cain, Abel, and Seth. So if you got that correct, you can give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you for the WhatsApps. Thank you for the SMSs that we got. And, yeah, if you know that, you know your Bible or you Googled it really well. (laughs) So true. I'd like to just say the Afrikaans names as go well. Go ahead, go ahead. Kain, Abel, and Seth, because they feel a bit different to me, and I <laughs> must represent here. Oh, Seth. I feel so bad for him. He's like the forgotten brother. I mean, so are the other unnamed ones, but like him being the named forgotten one-ish. I still cannot believe that Seth is a Bible name. Right? It's been like a year. I, I can't believe it. Same. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that kind of name that should be in the Bible. It's not long and like Jewish sounding. But anyways, let's go on straight into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy. It's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So we are in the happy health tip section of the show. And yes, chocolate is the source of true happiness. I will never, ever, 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 not think that. (laughs) (laughs) So today's happy health tips are seven health tips every woman should take to heart. Hmm. Number one, stop smoking. (laughs) Doing so will greatly reduce your chances of developing lung and heart disease. This is just a tip. Mm-hmm. Number two, stay on top of your annual wellness checks. This habit can increase the chances of early detection of diseases or chronic conditions, which in turn increases your chances of doing something about any health problems you may have developed. And what's also important about that is there are yearly checks we should be doing. Mm. So go find out from your doctor when should you start doing which checks and how often. Yes. Number three. Don't skimp on sleep. Mm. Don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) So we're sleeping right now. (laughs) Besides fighting the signs of aging, regular sleep promotes mental alertness and it helps keep your stress levels in check. Hmm. That is interesting. We do know the students' stress levels do be popping. That's why students look older than normal people. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. And then we see her student pictures, and she probably looked older then. (laughs) Inga's coming for us in the studio today. No, guys, no. (laughs) Number four, avoid the sun during 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Guys, I love sun. Mm. So this tip is not very... Like, I'm not taking it well. I know. <laughs> when you do have to be outside, wear a broad spectrum sunscreen with a SPF of 30 or higher. Also, try and see if you can wear a hat. Mm. Yeah. Protect your delicate face skin. 
Number five, see your doctor every year. Even if you are feeling fine, regular wellness checks and health screenings can increase your chances of early detection of problems. And I think that's also very, you know, important as tip number two also said, stay on top of your annual wellness checks. Mm-hmm. Number six, make physical activity an important part of your life. Even if you have time for only 20 minutes of exercise a day, a lifelong habit of a regular activity benefits your health, heart and helps you stay on top of your weight and your stress levels. And the final one, number seven, make good nutrition a priority. Avoid crash diets or Mm. overindulgence in favor of a realistic diet that features plenty of fruits and vegetables. I think that's one thing I could never do was was diets. Mm. Like I've tried it before, but I... They're just not sustainable, especially like those really hardcore ones where you're cutting out like whole food groups and you can't even have a little bit of them. Mm. You like make a lifestyle change. That's much better for you in the long run because you're not going to fall off of it and then have all that like negative emotional feeling as well. Mm. Mm. So, so true. So we just listened to that fantastic, fantastic song and it single handedly said how we are basically at the bottom of the hour. (gasps) It's Monday evening, 8 o'clock once more. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. You need to just bolt that clock to the wall to make sure it stops flying everywhere. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. why did the <laughs> elephant throw the clock out of the window? <laughs> the dad jokes are coming in live tonight. We haven't done this in a minute. I'm glad. I'm back. in Spain without the S. <laughs> My friend literally said that to me the day she went to Spain, but she also broke her leg in Spain. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why she said it. So she was in Spain with a R. With an Oh my God. Spain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I feel like we put a cap on the pug. <laughs> it's not comedy. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in next week if you want more happy health tips, you want more dad jokes. Tune in with us. Don't forget to WhatsApp us. Connect with us on 081-729-1657. This has been 180 Degrees. Signing out. Tweet us at I am Y Movement.